Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. We have got Jen Mansell on the podcast, a certified breathwork facilitator and somatic coach who helps people reconnect with their inner wisdom of their bodies through the power of the breath. Her gift is bringing people together in brave spaces to have deeply transformational experiences that incorporate breathwork, meditation, movement, and music. And I want to know everything. Let's go. Well, my experience of life um, from being a very small child to, gosh, not that long ago, um, till, you know, the probably the past five years, I really struggled with my health and felt um, really in a battle with my body. I don't I don't think I really knew what health was. All I knew was how to um, attempt to manage chronic problems. Um, so I, uh, I was vaccinated when I was a baby and had an adverse reaction and ended up being hospitalized. And then basically a cascade of health things happened from there, um, which basically... Uh, made me into somewhat of a bubble child because I had so many sensitivities and allergies. I really couldn't, you know, couldn't touch the grass and couldn't go swimming and couldn't like all of these rules. I remember my mom taking me to a kindergarten class and telling them like, she can't play with Play-Doh and she can't do the water station and like all these things. And I was just like, oh, so so yeah, my my relationship to health and my body growing up was a real struggle and it was really challenging and I felt very confined and very trapped and very all-consumed by um, this constant fluctuating experience that I was having. So as I got older and started to get curious about if I could actually feel better. I um, I kind of took my health into my own hands when I was in my late teens and decided that uh, all the doctors that were telling me I was making up my health problems could go to hell. <laughs> um, I was a feisty 16-year-old and uh, I just told my mom, like, I'm going to find my own way. And she was like, okay. Um, so yeah, that sent me down a path of you know, uncovering how do we actually heal? How do we actually find health and support our body to be healthy? And 
you know, I've learned that that happens on many different levels of our being, uh, not just the physical. Man, your mom must have just been like, okay, kiddo, I've done my best, but you do you now. I mean, what were those early stages like when you were trying and starting to explore different modalities, different avenues that you could feel more comfortable, not only in your skin, but also just in the world around you? Yeah, well, I I found this, I found a newspaper clipping, like newspaper? Do people still read those? I don't know. <laughs> I found a newspaper clipping. It was this ad that said the natural doctor. And I was like, mom, I want to go to this. So she was like, okay, took me to this guy. He's like a 75 year old man who lives in a cabin in the woods and just has like elixirs. And it, it was like, he was a wizard. Basically he had all these herbs and fireplace in his office and I went to him and he said, oh, you're fine. I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, your your body is good. It's just needs support. And it needs to probably like detox some things. And you're going to be great. You're going to be okay. And it was the first time in my life that I ever had someone who was so confident that my body knows what it's doing. It was this the seed that got planted in me that my body is wiser than I am and that I don't have to fix it. I just need to support it. And so after that, I uh, the next thing I told my mom was, I want to go every week. <laughs> I'm assuming not covered by insurance either. I imagine in the woods surrounded by elixirs, not covered by your local health insurance. <laughs> not covered, but you know, I think my mom could see that I, um, my relationship with him was giving me so much hope that I could be better. And also I was just learning so much about how the body works and how it heals. And he was a great uh, mentor, I would say. So that was kind of my, my foray into, um, you know, how to build a healthy body. Such a powerful reminder, too, that there is weight to words. And if up until that point, every healthcare professional told you that your body was broken or that you were going to have to live like this forever, that weighs on you. That makes an impact. And then to have this magical man in the woods look at you and say, oh, no, you're not broken. You do not need to be fixed. You're going to be okay. I mean, it's just, it's such a good reminder for all of us. Like we have to be mindful of how we speak to each other. If you are in a position of power, how you speak to those people that come to you for support and really how we speak to ourselves, right? Like if you look in the mirror and all you see is a broken body that, you know, will never be able to hang outside and feel grass under your feet, you start to internalize those belief systems. But if there is even a little speckle of hope, sometimes hope, can be that catalyst to asking different questions or advocating for yourself or even just being open to stepping into a new journey. Absolutely. And, you know, that was one of the biggest things I had to overcome to get better was this mindset that um, I'm broken. There's something I need to fix. And uh, if I have symptoms or something's happening with my body, it's not working 
basically this, this mindset of control and dominance over my body and what it's doing. I really had to start breaking that down and um, building a voice in me that, that was almost like this um, inner mother that was like, no, everything's okay. You have a rash, but you're all right. You're going to be fine. You know, like do your things. It's okay. Um, because that, that voice of broken, fixed, ah, what do I do next? Um, it creates so much stress and so much overwhelm. And I see person after person who is, you know, stuck in this pattern of chronic health problems. And I think so much of it is, is this like hamster wheel mindset that we get into that, um, doesn't actually allow us to relax Mm. and, uh, find calmness in our nervous system, which is once you're calm in your nervous system, your body's like, oh, I got this. <laughs> Let me fix that up for you. You know, but we miss it. We do it backwards. No, yeah. we live we live in that stress state. It's something we talk about a lot on this podcast. Just our bodies cannot be in fight or flight and in rest and digest mode at the same time. It's mm-hmm. a light switch. It's either we're in fight or flight mode, we're feeling stressed, or we're actually allowing ourselves to tap into a state of parasympathetic nervous system, beautiful activation that happens, but we can't be both, but we happen to live in a society that kind of glorifies and celebrates being on the go, being stressed all the time. I mean, for you, since you were 16 till now, how important was the mindset work as well as the physical work? Because you keep sharing these moments where your, your mindset, your thought patterns were kind of top of mind. So I'm curious, like, how important were both of those in the equation? Yeah, well, it was kind of hand in hand. I, I think that, um, you know, the physical stuff is really important. You got to clean up your diet. You got to get better water. You got to sweat and um, have the right minerals and all that kind of stuff like that is key. And I, I did study holistic nutrition and that taught me so much. And so that was a foundation that going into my twenties, I really worked on the physical level and that was important, but I reached a limit where I was Trust me, I did all the things. I did the colonics. I did the, like every kind of therapeutic, natural, alternative health thing. I have done it. Acupuncture, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just couldn't get better. Couldn't get better. And it didn't make any sense. And so that's actually when breathwork came into my life. And sort of this moment coincided um, where I started to realize that Yes, on one hand, my mindset was not helping me get better because it was keeping me in stress. And on another hand, I had a lot of trauma from being a sick kid and from being sick most of my life. I had so much fear in my body, so much um, fear that I I wasn't going to be okay. I wasn't going to be able to take care of myself. Um, I was just, you know, one step around the corner of something really bad happening. Um, And so when I first did breath work, I was, um, it became just very clear that I had all of this 
feeling that hadn't been processed because I was just a little girl and everyone around me was just trying to make sure I was okay. And I, on the inside, was just terrified and sad, you know, like I'm a kid. I want to go out and play and do all these things. And here I am. And I like have to wear long pants and have to have a hat on and have like, you know, I'm like hiding out in the shade and I can't get sweaty. And um, so the combination of really shifting my mindset around my health and then working on the underlying emotional layers that had built up over the years just catapulted me into a place of thriving. Like my body just started healing, 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 healing. And I just remember so many times being like, wow, I never thought I could get here. I didn't think that I would ever be this well. I didn't even think it was possible for me. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey. <laughs> Hearing your story is making me realize how I have definitely taken feeling well for granted because not everyone is so fortunate to you know wake up and get to go outside and go to the gym and be a kid when you're a child, be a kid when you're an adult, like for some like yourself, it wasn't always just given. And I, and I think it's a, it's a good thing for all of us. I think to step back and be like, Whoa, okay. I'm going to really appreciate this. And I'm really going to make the most of this because I'm lucky to be feeling good. We work hard to feel good and we don't want to take it for granted either. Um, who brought you into breath work for the first time? Like what led you now? And and I'm also curious, like when that was like right now, you know, I'm located here in Toronto and it feels like breath work is just like, it is like the thing to do right now. There's pop-ups and there's events and it's really kind of like a buzzword, even though it's been around for, for a very, very long time. But for you, like, what was that first introduction like other than being a catalyst to finally being able to surpass that ceiling of where you were feeling to how you're feeling now? Yeah. um, So this was probably like maybe six years ago, I was working with a woman named Samantha Skelly, um, who's a great friend of mine. And she was running retreats on the West Coast of Canada. And I was supporting her. And she was like, okay, so we're going to do some breathwork sessions um, during the retreat. And can you can you help out? And I was like, okay, well, what, you know, what does that mean? I don't even know what this thing is. And she's like, you know, you're very intuitive. I think you're going to be great. Like, (laughs) let's just, let's go for it. And like, just hold space with me. And like, you're going to move around the room and and support people. And so, you know, I had done a lot of like kind of therapy and healing work at that point. I was like, cool. Well, I'll never forget being in that room. The first time there's 30 women And, you know, they came into the retreat kind of like guarded and a little. And so we we go in this yoga room and uh, we start doing breath work and they're all breathing. And just the the feeling in the room of the collective pain that we're all carrying and the like that just underneath the surface, there's so much that we don't acknowledge Mm. 
I felt this real strong sense of purpose in that room moving around and like just, you know, literally holding people's hands and like, you know, petting their heads and just being with them as they moved through their own process. And uh, I just came out of that experience in the weekend. We did three of them and saw these women like come to life. Like it was like, yeah, like the life came back into their bodies. They were shiny again. They were um, expressed again. It was like all of their life force was moving through their their beings. And it just like imprinted in me that that something was just so powerful about it. And so it was like a year later almost, um, I was sitting in my living room and I did a meditation and I heard this voice and it said, you need a tool. Your tool is breath work. And I was like, pardon? <laughs> pardon me? What? Um, and then, you know, lots of things kind of like led me to, well, I, I ended up on the phone with my first breathwork teacher or on Zoom. And I remember sitting there with him and just being like, wow, like this man is, you know, he's like probably in his late seventies and he's just so present and so calm and clear. And I was like, I don't know what this man is on, but that's what I want. And so <laughs> I was just like, you were my teacher. Um, it's time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Ooh, ooh. Okay. I have tried and used a lot of Clarins products this year. It still blows my mind that this is a partnership that exists. I'm so grateful. But let me tell you about the Extra Firming Day Cream. Oh my, this is like the creme de la creme. They say that it's a daily anti-aging moisturizer designed for women in their 40s that visibly firms and plumps the skin. But let me tell you, this chickadee at 34 is obsessed. It is really thick and rich without being greasy. And the subtle rose and camellia fragrance makes me feel just ready to take on the day in such a beautiful, beautiful way. But I think my favorite thing about this is... Of course, firmer skin is awesome. Of course, wrinkles being smooth looks awesome. But I'm very cautious about how much pollution is in the air. And this Clarins product protects thanks to the plant-based Clarins anti-pollution complex. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, their research spans over 40 years. So I really trust Clarins. And I just, I don't know, I woke up today feeling extra just grateful for this partnership and also extra grateful for this product i think this ugh, i hate to say it but i think i'm gonna say it this is this might be my favorite day cream of theirs next up i'm gonna try the night cream let's see what happens when i double up let's get back to the chat so yeah and then i i started my um journey of, of training and i started breathing people on my living room floor people would come to my house and we'd do breath work and at first, I had no idea what I was doing. And then, you know, over time with great mentorship, I learned and I learned and I learned and I did more trainings and, um, and yeah, now I, I work with people full time, uh, wow. helping them reconnect to their, their breath and their bodies in lots of different ways. How, like, how disconnected are we like the average human from our breath? 
or very disconnected. Yeah. How many times this week did you uh, notice how your breath was? Like, uh, I try to be intentional. Like, I do cold exposure and I do hot cold cycling. Yeah. I do a okay. bunch. Of but even I'm like, not enough, not nearly enough. Like, it's something that happens all day, every day. And I'm like lucky if a few times a week, I'm like, oh, there she is. Maybe I'll slow down. Like not enough. Like I'm, I'm, I want to be very honest and not enough. Yeah. Yeah. So um, most of us are not very conscious of our breath. Most of us learned very early on in our lives to uh, use our breath to manage our emotion. So instead of like, you know, if we were actually breathing full breaths all day, if we felt an emotion, it would just rise up to the surface and we would feel it. Um, but most of us learned, you know, as kids, like you start to feel like you're going to cry and it's just like, hold your breath. Um, and then also, you know, one of my teachers, Dan Brule said like our society sucks at the exhale. And, uh, you know, we're all weird about like, we, we breathe like really small and really shallow. Like we don't really want anyone to see that we're doing anything. And after I did his training, I went to my parents' house for the weekend because he was all about like, you know, like really breathe and let people hear you breathing and stuff. And so I'm walking around my parents' house. And my dad says to my mom, like, I think she's mad at us. <laughs> she's doing this weird breathing thing all the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're, we're weird about breathing yeah. and, and we don't really pay that much attention to it. And most of us are breathing a tiny smidgen of what our actual lung capacity is. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're barely taking in air. So one of the most amazing things that happened to me when I started doing more breath work was one, I cured my asthma, like just gone, done so. Okay, that's cool. Um, and two, forever I struggled with um, energy levels, you know, adrenal fatigue and just like all my energy. Yeah. And once I started breathing well, my energy's just, it's just sustained. Um, and I think so much of like so much of our energy just comes from our oxygen levels. And so many of us just aren't breathing enough to actually give our bodies the energy we need. So then we go to food, but food is like not actually a very efficient way of getting energy because it requires so much energy to process. So yeah, like lots of things can change very quickly, even with five to 10 minutes of conscious breathing a day. Which is accessible, like five to 10. I don't care how busy you are, friends. Like we can carve out five to 10 minutes to add something like breath work to our repertoire because it sounds like the impacts are truly far reaching on a physical level, but it also sounds like truly on every level, like a mental health level, a physical level, an energy level, all of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can do it like, you know, if you're walking, you can do it. If you're showering, you can do it. Like you don't, we could do it right now. You don't have to be, um, 
you know, sitting in a Zen position in your meditation room to to consciously breathe at all. I I did some breath work this morning while I was doing dishes. Dishes just got a little more exciting. So really what I'm hearing is there's no fucking excuses. We just need to know how to do it. So tell me about conscious connected breathing. And is this mm-hmm. what you recommend we can all kind of do the average human even while we're, let's say, doing the dishes? Yeah, so there's lots of different ways to breathe and breathing techniques. And each technique will kind of elicit a different nervous system response in your body. So for instance, you can breathe in certain ways to activate your nervous system, which will bring you, you know, make you more awake and more energized and alive. We can also breathe in ways that are kind of balancing to the nervous system that give us a sense of peace and harmony. And we can also breathe in ways that calm and slow down and downregulate our nervous system so that we feel like calm. And conscious connected breathing. So in the breathwork world, there's kind of two paths of how you can use your breath. One is um, sort of using it as a, as a functional daily support tool. So you might do a specific breathing technique to support you with your anxiety or to support you to sleep or to support you to unwind from the day. So that's like functional breathing. And then there's therapeutic breathing, which is conscious connected breath. This breathing technique has been studied since the 60s and 70s, and you do it in a very specific way for 45 minutes along to music, and you have more of a therapeutic kind of experience. Mm. So there's kind of like how to use your breath on the day-to-day and then how to use your breath to deep dive. Oh, okay. And if we're going to deep dive, I think we should definitely do that with a professional like yourself, but something we can do safely Mm -hmm. uh, in our day-to-day lives, something I could take with me this evening or our friends can do next time they do dishes. Sure. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite uh, techniques is called four, seven, eight breath. And this is also referred to as the natural tranquilizer breathing. Sign me <laughs> breathing up. Technique. I'm already down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely some nights get in bed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to need this uh, this breath. But I, I do it like four times and pass out. So it's very effective. Um, and what it does is it just really like dials your nervous system down. Okay. So here's how it's done. You breathe in through your nose for a count of four. Breathing in through our nose usually just like slows down our breath and tends to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and your vagus nerve. So in through your nose for a count of four. You hold at the top for a count of seven. So you kind of just count to seven in your head. And then through pierced lips, like you're sucking through a straw, you're going to breathe out for a really long time, long and slow for eight. Okay, so let's try a couple rounds here. Let's Wait, see how it feels. Before we even start, I'm already struggling with the exhale. <laughs> like it feels like I'm, I don't have enough oxygen in my body, which I know physiologically is not accurate, but my brain is telling me, you need to inhale. You need to inhale. 
yeah, that's that's normal. I think you'll you'll be okay once you actually okay, take in take in the air and we do it all together. Okay? I'm ready, we're, Jen. We're gonna do two rounds. All right. So just get settled where you are. And we'll take a regular breath in and out. And then we'll breathe in through the nose for one, two, three, four. Hold at the top. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Out through the mouth, pierce lips. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. In through the nose. Hold at the top. Out through the mouth. Feel different? Yo, I swear my heart rate slowed down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is so powerful and so great to do, like you said, before bed. Is that something that we could even do? Like, I'm someone who I get very anxious and it feels like I'm spiraling. Um, And so I will sometimes go to like box breath or, but is this, would that four, seven, eight be something that would be good to do in moments of intense stress or anxious feelings? Absolutely. Yeah. It's really like it's bringing your mind to a point of focus because you're focusing on your breath and you're focusing on the counts and things like that. So that will like ease the thought spiral. And then at the same time, it's just going to downregulate your whole body and nervous system. If you do like five to 10 rounds of that, you should feel like you've really shifted states. Wow. I mean, guys, if you're open to it, try it out. Maybe like take note of how you're feeling before you do the breath work. So how you're feeling with your thought patterns, how you're feeling in your body, what your day was like, take on Jen's suggestion, do like five to 10 rounds of four, seven, eight, inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight, and then do a little reflection after just check in. Cause I think sometimes we do these different things for our health. You know, we go to the gym, we eat well, maybe we're doing breath work, maybe you're cold exposure like me, and we don't even check in with like how it's impacting us. And so we kind of go through life on autopilot. And one of my big goals right now is to stop going through life on autopilot and just be more present and also be more aware of how things are affecting me. So I will definitely take on the challenge. Jen, I would love to, I mean, I could talk to you all day, but I want to take a moment to just hear about how people can connect with you and work with you and what you've got coming up that we should get excited for sure yeah um you can find me on instagram i'm sure you'll pass on my handle to everyone it's just jl mansell um and i do monthly community breath gatherings virtually i started this um during the pandemic and we were doing them every week so now we're monthly and that's a really great way if you want to do the therapeutic deeper breathing there's an amazing community of folks. We jump on Zoom, we do a little dancing and we do breath work for an hour and on a Friday night. And it just like ooh, sets everyone in such a good state for the weekend. So that's really accessible. It's pay what you can. If you want to try it out, that's a really good way of trying it out. Oh my God, I'm blown away. This is 
this is reminding me of like back in the day when hot yoga studios would do like community classes and you donate and then you get to have this awesome experience at a really great accessible price point. And I think it's so rad that you are offering this to community members because sometimes price can be a barrier of entry in like the health and wellness space and also just like nerves and depending on where you live. So the fact that this is virtual pay what you can, I'll definitely be checking it out. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I love that people can just tune in from their house. You don't have to be on video. Like we've had enough of all that, you know, just come and bring your headphones and have a blanket in it and like set your place up cozy. And then I'll just guide you through the whole thing. It's really, really fun. And And then it's nice to be in community with heart-centered humans too. Oh gosh. I mean, that's amazing. And then I know you also work like one-on-one with people as well. Yep. I do work one-on-one with people. I also do um, somatic therapy and coaching. So I kind of do a fusion of breath work and, and somatic work with people when we're working on more specific things. So I have a private practice. I see people in person and then I work virtually with them. And then I also um, run groups. So in the winter, I'll be running probably like a six to eight week group. Um, and this, I run them every season kind of. So that this winter season is looking like it's going to be around the theme of kind of cultivating your own inner mother the part of you that can um, nurture yourself and really take good juicy care of yourself. So in in alignment with the winter season, we're just going to take some really um, great deep time to restore and replenish ourselves. And lastly, you said at the beginning that you felt like a little bit like a bubble kid, bubble child <laughs> growing up. Do you still feel like that? <laughs> Oh no, (laughs) I broke out of the bubble. (laughs) There's no bubble now. Sky's the limit. Yeah, I feel, I feel free. And, you know, my hope in bringing this work to the world uh, in a greater way is that more people can feel free in their bodies because I know what it feels like to feel trapped and I know what it feels like to feel free. And it's pretty awesome. Here's to more humans feeling free. Jen, thank you so much. We'll make sure to include all the links down below. Healthy's Hot Community, you have been tasked with saying yes to the Breathwork Challenge. Thank you so much, Jen. Thanks. Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at healthyishot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.